Thank you guys again for joining in on the HBCU News Podcast. My name is Ronell Miller, as you guys may know, uh, founder and CEO of HBCU Startups. So today we have Mariah Bryant, uh, which is pretty great. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the topics that we're going to uh, talk about tonight. Uh, she's great. But yeah, Mariah, uh, enough about me. Let's turn it over to you. You know, let the people know a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. Hey, thanks, Ronell. Uh, my name is Mariah Bryant again. I am from Largo, Maryland, or for those who are not familiar with Largo, I'm from the D.C. metropolitan area. I am a proud alumni of the Morgan State University, and currently I am a entrepreneur where I own my own business called The M Factor, which we do LinkedIn marketing as well as professional career writing. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, uh, I saw a little bit of your social media. One question that I did have uh, is a subject, which is actually great because I actually posted an article on my LinkedIn is that, you know, you work with like a lot of strategies regarding LinkedIn. So can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that? Sure. So LinkedIn, so each social media platform has its own type of personality. So when you go on Facebook, it's mainly for family and friends. When you go on Instagram, it's more for entertainment. And LinkedIn is more the newer kid on the block. Um, it's known for business prospecting or sales prospecting as well as um, job search, right? So it's more of the businessy type of platform. So LinkedIn is very effective not only for searching for jobs, it's also effective for um, you know sales prospecting. So I started my business in 2018, and, you know, I was constantly looking for resume writing clients, and I found something called LinkedIn ProFinder, which is a freelance portion of LinkedIn. So it's like a freelance platform where people post different bids for different projects and different freelancers, or, you know, you don't have to be a freelancer, but, you know, if you can get the job done, then you would place a, um, like, you would basically submit a proposal. So I started doing that in October, then 2019, I looked up and within like three months, I had made five figures just by getting resume writing clients off of LinkedIn. So um, it's definitely a good branding tool. It's definitely a good sales prospecting tool if you do it the right way. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So yeah, I, I see, you know, LinkedIn's engagement has, has grown a lot and it's very... Mm-hmm very organic right now a lot of people um are you know starting to update their profiles you know like you're saying finding Mm -hmm. jobs it's a great way to attract business and clients but like what are some things and strategies that you want you know a lot of people seem like you know instagram and kids really on tiktok why do you think linkedin is you know why is linkedin important i guess to you besides you know just for business and for jobs why do you think it's important that people have you know that presence I think it's important because how highly indexed LinkedIn is and, you know, the fact that it's sort of foundational within your search results. So a lot of people don't know, but LinkedIn is highly indexed in Google. So that when you Google your name, one of the first results will be your LinkedIn profile, right? Also, I think LinkedIn is very um, effective when have like building and having your personal brand because you know it's kind of like whenever people like whenever you go to a business meeting or whenever you go networking 
or whenever like you go to different local events, whether it's a business event or, you know, let's say a fraternity or sorority meeting or something like that. When you look up the person, you more likely you're going to want to go to their LinkedIn profile. So that's where you'll be able to see a person's career journey. That's where you'll be able to see their multimedia and see how they brand themselves, you know, and then possibly see who you have in connection, who are you connected with um, mutually. So I think that it's really effective in your um, search results. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. I completely agree. That's that's great. So, yeah, um, in terms of, you know, the youth for, for that college student, you know, what, mm-hmm. what kind of things that you would say, you know, you seem like you're very big on branding. What are some things that you wish you would have knew that, you know, you would probably tell your younger self uh, in terms of branding now? In terms of branding, things that I wish I would tell myself as a youngin at Morgan State. <laughs> um, so if you think about branding, you know, don't take yourself too seriously because I'm a very serious type of person, especially when it comes to business. Like people want to be able to see that you're serious, but also see that you have, um, you're human. You know, you, you have the ability to let your hair down. So everything doesn't have to be about, you know, I made an A on this and then I went to this conference. Like, you know, just being able to enjoy the smaller things in life and be able to relate to people. Right. So that's one thing that I would say. Um, another thing that I would say in terms of branding when I was younger, um, don't be afraid to network with those who don't look like you or don't be afraid to connect with those who don't look like you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've grown up in Prince George's County, Maryland, which is, you know, predominantly a black county. It's the wealthiest county in the nation right outside of D.C. So I grew up black. I went to school with a lot of black people. I went to church with a lot of black people. All I know is black. That's by default who I feel the most comfortable around. You know, that's notably who I'm, you know, feel more comfortable around. But, you know, in terms of breaking out of that, just knowing that, okay, just because this person is of a different race or this person's a different background or this person's a different age bracket, it doesn't mean that you should not want to work with them or that they, you know, look at you or stereotyping you in a certain way because you never know that could be your next business partner or that could be the next person that helps unlock the door for you to get to your internship, right? So that's what I would say to my younger self. I'm looking at two biggest things. So just, you know, being able to have that personable side and then also not being afraid to build relationships with those who don't look like me. Right. No, that's, that's very much important. I completely agree. Uh, I think a lot of times even for people um, you know, in our in our community, sometimes you know we want to we want to build and do things together, which is great. I know, which is it's kind of getting better, even like our collect you know our collective like economics and things like that. But you know, there's somebody that may be you know outside of your race that can help you you know either get better. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You know, if if they're really like in the same niche, they may be somebody that can even be a mentor to you, right? Like sometimes it doesn't have to always be somebody, you know, that's black, you know, or African descent, but you know, for all those that listen, everybody's big on these certain terms, but, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so I I completely agree with you. Uh, For my next question, what, what do you think, uh, you know, what's really, no, yeah. What's really your biggest impact with your business? Like why, you, you know, what's your why, why are you doing it? 
So in terms of why I'm doing it, it's really for me to one, exercise freedom and to really have an appreciation for my own creativity, right? So, you know, I was working in corporate America for three years at um, one of the largest banks in the company. And, you know, I was a financial analyst. I enjoyed my time there. Like, I'm grateful for the lessons that it taught me. But ultimately, in order to gain true freedom, you have to, you know, start your own business. So my mom was a serial entrepreneur. So from day one, just seeing her, you know, run different businesses has been very influential with me and just seeing the freedom that she had and that, the, you know, the fact that no one could tell her when and where and how. You know, she made her own set of rules and was really great at it. And then secondly, it's just to be able to appreciate my own creativity and my own ideas because, you know, I've always been the underdog, like most of my life, you know, when it comes to like grade school and college and all of that. It's like when I started my business, I found this one thing that I was able to do, right, that I was not an underdog in, that where I wrote resume so well that my clients got roles at, at places like Adventist Health and Goldman Sachs and Microsoft. So I found that one thing where I was able to express my creativity and really be appreciated for the work that I do. Mm. That's good. Oh, so, so, so true. Um, do you, does your, in your business, do you do any type of, you know, uh, community service, you know, outreach? What are some things that you guys, you know, do? Yeah, so in terms of outreach, I am really big personally with youth. So, you know, I do a lot of, we do a lot of resume writing workshops, career passing. I'm also really big for generational wealth. So, not only teaching young minority youth how to go get a job, but also, you know, letting them know that there's different career paths, letting them know that, you know, this is the path to entrepreneurship and, you know, just being able to learn how to start a business and learn what it means to have a business. And, um, yeah, it's basically doing a bunch of youth outreach. So I've gone to different schools and different local community organizations such as the Girl Scouts and um, a, a teen girl program called Community Bridges in Silver Spring in this area. So, you know, just being able to give back to the community that gives back to me. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what are some, what are some things for 2020, you know, you're trying to accomplish that you want, you know, you want the listeners to know about? All right, so for 2020, y'all want to know about 2020, <laughs> but um, for 2020, so last year, I gained my first set of government contracts after being laid off from uh, corporate America due to corporate downsizing. So based on that, um, I'm looking to gain more corporate contracts. So with that comes a lot of, um, you know, applying for business certifications, um, looking to beef up some of my speaking engagements, and then overall just being able to give back to other like entrepreneurs and professionals without wanting anything in return. I find that when you give freely without expecting anything in return, um, a lot comes back to you unexpectedly. You know, it's kind of like karma. You know, do as unto others as you want them to do to you. So really, just I just really want to bless other people without looking for a payment or looking for anything truly in return. Hmm. I see. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. So, yeah, uh, 
those are pretty much, you know, my, my questions, um, you know, how can people, you know, follow you, get, you know, get updates, uh, you know, tell everybody about that where they can uh, connect with you on. Sure. So in order to get in contact with me or the company, please feel free to contact us at www.getmfactored.com. So again, it's get www.getmfactor.com. Also on social media, we are The M Factor LLC on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Awesome. Thank you, Mariah. You, you sound great. And I'm wishing you, uh, you know, the best of luck. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're big on Thank HR. You. you know, I, I'm pretty, I'm big on HR. I feel like it's the centerpiece for people in their business and, you know, branding and, you know, helping other people be successful and thrive and their opportunities. So the work you're doing, it, you know, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, definitely connect with me when you have some time. We can definitely work on some things I'm, that I'm working on. I'm thinking of like some training stuff I want to do that some companies need to work on. Um, okay. So yeah, let's definitely let's definitely connect. Let you know, let's not let's not let this just be a monolith. No, I'm big on helping supporting other entrepreneurs, especially specifically, you know, a lot of HBC entrepreneurs because typically our stories are not told. So that's why we're doing podcasts, yeah. hearing things on social media, right? Like all of that stuff, mm -hmm. so people can see that we're not just you know t the top black professionals that just go and work for other people. We can you know create opportunity mm -hmm. for ourselves. So I'm big on that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Mariah. It's been great. And uh, uh, you guys, this is the HBC News Podcast. This is our HBC startup series where we highlight different entrepreneurs from historically black colleges and universities and also other entrepreneurs uh, that want to get, you know, get their message to people in the HBC community. Like you guys feel free to reach out HBC News Podcast at gmail.com or feel free to message us on Instagram, HBC Startups or HBC alone. Uh, thank you, Mariah. It's been great. And I, I hope I'm wishing you a great week great uh great week thank you thank you for inviting me yes thank you all right bye now bye bye bye